This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. We are 94.7 The Block, New York's number one for throwbacks. I'm Shelly Wade, welcoming the 110th mayor of New York City, Mayor Eric Adams. Welcome to The Block. Thank you. Thank you. You know, everything happens on The Block, and, you know, people (laughs) tend to forget that we may be a city, uh, but cities are broken down into neighborhoods, and neighborhoods are broken down into blocks. Mm-hmm. And if we get the block right, uh, we'll get the entire city uh, and state and country right. And so it's good to be here, 94.7, with the you block. on yeah, the block. thank you so much. <laughs> so um, the block just celebrated, I was telling you this a few minutes ago, we just celebrated our first birthday, and we're still celebrating. And um, you were sworn in on the first of, of this year, and so you're about to celebrate your first birthday. So it's like we're coming up together. We're growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. How are you feeling about your first year so far? Oh, good. Really exciting things uh, have happened, and you just sort of uh, focus on uh, the positive. And, you know, my journey really prepared me for this moment. Uh, You know, we needed a mayor that had gone through a lot Mm -hmm. so he could help people who are going through a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where I am. And I'm excited about every day. I wake up every day of the possibilities and excitement that's in front of me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have a feature on my show called The Mindful Moment. And it it, it really is resonating with with listeners because what I try to do is just put positive uh, words out there, words of inspiration and encouragement. And I thought it would be great for you to give our listeners some words of encouragement because listen um you know when you read your bio you know it says that you know growing up in new york city um, with a single mom and and uh, sometimes you didn't know whether you were going to have lunch and you would take a you know bag of your belongings to school because you didn't know whether you guys would be evicted and you wouldn't have anywhere to go after school and um coming from there you know how is it possible for you to have imagined that you'd be mayor of the great city of New York. So it's got to be some sort of um, uh, positivity that you focus on, something that inspired you. Can you share words of encouragement for our listeners? Well, you know, you just dropped some pearls, and I don't even think that you realized it. You said, how could you imagine? Yeah. It starts with that. With so much negativity around us, we don't imagine ourselves being out of that. Mm-hmm. We imagine ourselves, uh, in the word of Paul Lawrence Dunbar, a crust of bread, a corner to eat in, a minute to smile, an hour to weep in, a pint of joy, and a peck of trouble, never uh, to laugh because the moans come double. And that's how we see our life. Uh, but mom told me as a child, she said, you know, baby, you're going to find yourself in dark places. You decide if that dark place is a burial or a planting. And I always embraced that. Uh, After I got arrested, she sat down and talked to me in our little modest kitchen. Uh, She never had much, but she had a lot of love and a lot of patience. And she says, you know what, this is a moment for you. You know, you turn this pain into purpose. And I just leaned into that feeling. And so people are going through a lot, you know, but I believe God made me the mayor for a reason because he wants uh, or she wants uh, us to look at my life and know that because you had a bend in the road is not the end of the road. You know, arrested at 15, grew up dyslexic, still dyslexic, and um, didn't know it until I got into college. Uh, when you think about, you know, uh, being arrested, uh, living on the verge of homelessness. And so I think the creator is saying, okay, wait a minute, let's take this imperfect person. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting in Rikers Island right now, you should be saying to yourself, wait a minute, this is not the end of the road. You know, 
the mayor was in jail. If you are in school struggling because you have a learning disability, you could say, wait a minute, the mayor has a learning disability. If you're in a homeless shelter, you could see that, hey, the mayor lived on the verge of homelessness. So I'm hoping people look at my life and say, where you are is not who you are. It's time now to define who you are and reach your rightful heights. And that is, you know, what I, when I listen to your station, that's what I get. I get this energy. You come on and you, like, you have this optimistic view and you're inspiring people by the energy uh, that you are giving. And it's really commendable when you think about it because there's a lot of poison out there. Yeah. You know, and we need to displace that poison with, you know, some real positive energy. Yeah, I always say that. And, and, and that's not to say that we have to ignore the, the negativity, you know. But, uh, you know, it all starts with, with um you know, the, the energy you put out there, you want that energy back, you know, you want positive energy back. And so without a doubt, without we, a doubt, life is hard enough. We already uh, are inundated with negativity. So we got, we try to put that positive energy out there. And you have to find ways to do it. You know, I'll never forget the one day I was leaving my house and accidentally knocked over a bottle, a glass of water and I took a sponge and I soaked it up until it was saturated. And then if I wanted to soak up more, I had to wring the sponge out. Mm-hmm. And that became the heart of the speech when I spoke at the graduation. We have absorbed so much negative energy. You got to wring that stuff out. Mm. If you don't wring it out, even if the positive comes to you, your soul absorbed with negative. Mm-hmm. And so how do you wring it out? Some of the things I want to do in school. Um, our babies, their day should start with breathing exercises, meditation, mindfulness, and positive affirmation. They should close their eyes and imagine what who they want to be and what they want. That's ringing out that shooting that happened the night before. That's ringing out being home and watching a domestic violence situation or ringing out um, being in a community where only junk food is being served. So we have to find ways of ringing out the out the sponge of our existence that's saturated with so much negativity and there's no outlet it's unbelievable yeah. we're telling little by him you know why can't you um, read or do math and he said man i'm hurting mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. are you doing to help me get over what i just saw last night <laughs> you know mm-hmm. So we are not only educating our children, we are teaching them how to be emotionally intelligent and we're giving them self-care mm-hmm. so that they can be empowered to wring out those negative parts of life. I love that. So, uh, Mir, let's uh, get the, the, you know, the, the politics out of the way first. <laughs> this is actually a key week that you're visiting the block because, you know, election day was just this past Tuesday. First of all, I'd love for you to address how you feel about the outcome <clears throat> of the elections. Also, um, you just made a sanitation announcement this morning, if you want to address that. Uh, uh, yes. First, the election, I'm, I'm happy that Kathy Hochul is uh, continuing to be governor, mm-hmm. first governor in the state of uh, New York, uh, just sort of continuing. First um, female. First female. Yeah. Right. First governor. Thank you. First female. <laughs> Uh, just continuing, you know, what we have been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been unprecedented in my office. Five, f- t- f- first time in history, five women deputy mayors. First time in history, woman police commissioner. First time in history, a woman firefighter. First time we have women that are running the uniform services, Department of Sanitation, fire, police, probation. And, you know, this is a woman uh, run administration, mm-hmm. and they're doing some amazing things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having uh, Governor Hochul 
to continue that succession, and we've been a partner throughout this entire campaign. We stood together on January 6th to deal with uh, the uh, transit crimes. Mm -hmm. We stood together about two weeks ago to do the next wave of that. And so I believe she's going to be a real partner. Now, there's things we have to do across the country uh, you know, and across the state. Uh, we lost some congressional seats mm -hmm. uh, because Democrats— leaders must start talking directly to people. You can't talk at people. Mm -hmm. You know, if you believe you can run politics through tweets and not on the streets, you're setting yourself up for a failure. And you got to stay there. That's why I'm on the trains, talking to people one-on-one. -on -one. And that's what we have to do as a party. We have to give back to the bread and butter issues that are impacting uh, everyday New Yorkers and everyday Americans. Okay. And by the way, um, I, I the, the the rhyme wasn't lost on me now. <laughs> Just now. <laughs> now what'd you say? The, the tweets instead of the streets? <laughs> right, right. You know, because we, we get so caught up on social media. You know, voters are not on social media. There's a pocket of people that talk to each other. And that's what the announcement was today. We, we're are refocusing on a clean city. Mm -hmm. uh, $13 million we're spending to empty trash bins, clean up our highways, uh, look at people who are illegally dumping. Uh, this should be the cleanest city in America, and that's that's our focus. Uh, Commissioner Tish uh, brought the proposal to me. We're focusing on that. We're doing rat mitigation. Everyone who knows me knows I hate rats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You know that>? <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm scared of them, and you know, the only good rat is a dead rat. <laughs> And so, you know, we're going to zero in on those rotans, and we have, a, we have a couple of new initiatives that we're trying to do. Instead of those little black boxes that are just bogus and those little pellets, those are rat candies. They laugh at them, <laughs> us, every time they eat them, you know? <laughs> we got to get rid of them. I always say the rats in New York have a sense of entitlement. They right, do. They're right. Just, they are not scared of you at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You used, to be able, you used to be able to stamp your feet and say, ah, and they, and they will run. Now they look at you and say, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, so thank you for the rat mitigation. Appreciate that. All right, so let's get to the music of all, you know, uh, of it all. 94.7 The Block is New York's number one for throwbacks. Um, did they tell you that I wanted you to choose the throwback of the day today? Uh, well, there's a couple that I like. You know what's interesting? I remember we used to listen, you know, back in the day, to like the oldies mm -hmm. uh, and, and non-rap, but just oldies. And rap has now been around so long that now we can say the oldies, the throwback. We're actually a throwback hip-hop station. Think about that. I mean, all these years you've had, you know, like, um, you know, the, the old-school rock stations, the old-school R&B station. Now hip-hop is old, grown that's, enough that, we can have a, um, a throwback station. And, and that's powerful. That's powerful. You know, uh, first of all, and rap must claim their victories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it was through rap that gave me this feeling that, you know, hey, I could do anything. I felt invincible. I'm mayor because of rap. And so if the great rap legend, Karis One and, and Curtis Blow and all of those cats and, uh, you know, uh, Little Kim and mm -hmm. uh, uh, all of them, MC Light, yeah. they need to be saying, we made the mayor. Obama listened to rap. We made the president. Yeah. Hakeem Jeffries, who, who's the top Democrat um, uh, caucus leader in the Congress, he grew up on rap. So you have all of these folks who grew up on rap that are now in place of empowerment. Mm -hmm. 
And rap needs to take the victory. They need to be doing victory laps. I agree with you. You know, and, and this coming year is the 50th anniversary yes. of hip hop. So, yes. you know, and, and also to your point, there was a time not too long ago where people didn't think rap would last. Um, and all these years later, the, the impact it has on society all over the world is incredible. Without a doubt. And and, and if rap likes it or not, they're the Johnny Mathis of music. They yeah. cross over. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I was driving down the block the other day on the belt and I and I heard um, uh, I forgot the song I was listening to Blast and I turned over there was this white cat in the business attire bopping his head to the B like it or not everyone loves rap when yeah. I when I crisscross the globe and if I'm in China if if I'm in Korea uh, if I'm in Vietnam if I'm in Greece no matter where I go I see how people have embraced the music and that's why it's imperative that hip hop is 50 should come a moment of reflection because you can't allow it to get away from you you know as people celebrate uh, rap or they, as they you know we, we, we open a museum that we're going to open in the Bronx uh, as we do all these things we need to make sure the industry, and particularly uh, the leaders of the industry, that they benefit from it. Mm -hmm. That's what's important. We can't leave them behind because many of them were they were not making the paper that people are making right yeah, now. Yeah, not properly compensated and lost um, their lost their um, you know their originals. You know they, they were exploited. Yeah, the master, not, they're masters. They don't own yeah. their masters. Right. So real quick before you choose the throwback of the day, mm -hmm. um, let me ask you your your Mount Rush Rushmore of music, of <laughs> artists. Who, who, what four artists would be on your personal Mount Rushmore? Oh man. Um, uh, well, you know, first of all, Ja Rule is one of them. You know. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love Ja Rule. If I talk like Ja Rule, man, I'll be, I'll be the man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, uh, so Ja Rule's ja, up there. Yeah, Ja Rule is definitely um, one of them. Um, some of the, some of the. Uh, MC Light was oh, wow. another was another favorite. Um, a sound was really smooth. Um, uh, Curtis Blow yep. was another favorite. As I as I reach back, you know, don't give me all that jive about Christmas. <laughs> you yeah. know? Uh, uh, there's a few. Uh, I loved um, uh, the whole crew. Um, uh, that did the whole fight to power, fight to power. The names escaped. Public Enemy? Public Enemy, yeah. love Public Enemy. Their music was, they were so ahead of their time. Mm -hmm. And their music had a message in it. And Keras One, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, I was a police officer when Keras One wrote the piece Black Cop. And we met and we talked and we struck up a friendship ever since then. Uh, but um, they were they were some real pioneers okay. and they connected the music to what people were experiencing. All right, so uh, Mayor Eric Adams, <laughs> can you give us your throwback of the day? I would definitely go with fight the power. You oh. know, we need to fight the power. You know, every day, all day, we need to fight the power. And uh, that would be my throwback of the day. Let's get it on for you, Mayor Eric Adams. Thank you so much for <laughs> blessing you. us with your presence. Tell everybody the station you love, your favorite new station in New York City, Mayor. Uh, uh, listen, it has to be 94.7 The Block. <laughs> this is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast.